Reddit is a never-ending trove of absolutely insane stories. Uh, we have a bunch more that we're gonna read today with my friends Rachel and Ify. Hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for this because you both are some of the most honest people I know. You, are, you do not hold back whatsoever. Yeah, that, that's an interesting way to say Rude. we overshare yeah. too much. Uh, cool way know to say, much, Rachel, but... you're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the theme of the stories today is kind of family drama, okay. uh, relatively speaking. It goes all over the place. Yeah. No. Relatively, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was a bit, yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll hop into this first story. Um, you know, Ify, you're a, you're a father, and yeah. I, I think your perspective on this first story is gonna be very interesting. Ooh, I'm very curious because there's a lot of bad Reddit dads, uh, so. Yeah. So I'm very curious. You know, Dadit though, shout out, if you're a future dad, there's a dad Reddit called Dadit. It's very cute, uh, sometimes sad. Uh, but oh, okay. Cute. Yeah, because you know, people are talking about like becoming a dad and like challenges that come sure. with it. Interesting, well this first one is a very interesting way of maybe uh, you know, teaching a child or oh like boy. teaching someone mm, okay. or, you know, oh, okay. kind of a, this that. is kind of educational, I think. I I've only read the title. I'm right. not a parent, but I am mommy. Yeah. yeah. So I can do this. So I'm curious. Well, okay. I'm dad and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is our first uh, story. It comes from Am I the Asshole? And it was reposted on oh. Am I the Devil? So you know it's good. Oh. oh. Am I the asshole for fake kidnapping my friend's kids? <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right yeah. there. I'm gonna stop you right there. If this isn't the character from Arrested Development who teaches you lessons, and that's why you don't accept changes, candy. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's feels a like real, straight out yeah. of it. Uh, this happened literally this year, this month. So this is recent. So my friend of about 20 years is mad at me, calling me cruel and an asshole. She got up. She got upset after I fake kidnapped her two young kids. I know it sounds harsh so far, but the reason I did it was to finally get through her head the dangers of leaving her kids home alone when she goes out. Hold on. Get it through whose head? The parents? The, yeah. the, the mom's, yeah. Okay. Her friend, she, she's like, hey, I'm gonna teach my friend a lesson. I'm gonna yeah. parent this parent. Yeah. On top of the dangers, she just recently split up with her husband and they are currently going through a custody battle. The kids live with her, but the dad is fighting to get them to live with him a city over. She knows any ammunition this man can get will be used against her in court, and I've told her a million times that if he finds out she leaves the kids at home to run five to 10 minute errands, she absolutely will lose uh, come court time. <laughs> The kids are five and eight years old. Sure, they are quite capable for 10 minutes, but I told her that is not the point. Countless times I would come over, the door was unlocked, so I wa walked right in, and her kids were home alone. She shows up five minutes later, stating it was easier to run for milk without the kids or whatever she is doing at the time. Hmm. I tell her, for God's sake, at least lock the door so a stranger can't walk in, and I honestly worry what would happen if a fire started. This leads to today. <laughs> didn't start a fire and I never would, if but just in case. Started, the, the eight year old's just like, oh! <laughs> Doesn't run, just like, yeah. ah! This leads to today. I was on my way over and I saw her drive past me. She didn't see me or know I was on the way, so I got this great idea to teach her a lesson. <laughs> I go to her house and tell the kids to get into my car. We are going to go for a little drive. They drive with me often, so going for a drive is nothing new. We got into the car and went to the park just down the street where I could see her get back. 
Sure enough, five minutes later, she is back at the house and sees the door is open. I wait a minute and see her run outside, then head towards the backyard, then run back inside, clearly in a panic. So I drive back up to the house and run inside to find her crying uncontrollably and shaking in a panic. I was kind of smiling, like, hey, it's okay, your kids are with me, but she could not stop crying. Finally, after about a half an hour, she calms down enough to question why I did this, and after explaining, asked me to leave, so I did. She texted me after saying how cruel that was, and that I was an asshole, and now isn't replying to texts. So Reddit, am I an asshole? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Does this person know that if you kidnap somebody's kids without telling the parents you are actually kidnapping Kid- yeah, yeah. the kids. That's not yeah. fake kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, that's she, a real she is kidnap. technically a felon. She technically kidnapped those right. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane, I'll interject. Read the comments. Can't wait for the next post. Today I fucked up by triggering an Amber Alert. <laughs> uh, hate to break it to uh, the writer of this, but if you took the kids and the parent did not know, there was nothing fake about the kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess a question is, if you have a friend who's a parent who's doing something that you you disagree with or you think, oh, that might be dangerous, like, what lengths would you go to try to teach them? But, well, like, I mean, uh, here's the thing, is there's so many steps jumped. I mean, like, <laughs> if you really want to be a good friend, then you're like, hey, just call me when you need to make a run, or I'll make a run for you. you. Go. That mm-hmm. that takes just the same amount of driving, it sounds like it took to kidnap her kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, Instead like, of offering support to yeah. this struggling single parent, you're, newly yeah. single parent, you're like, what if I In the middle of a custody yeah. battle. Yeah. yeah it, it, and also, it's, it's so funny because it makes me feel like the, these are definitely younger people because it seems like, you know, cause you know, the latchkey kid generation, mm. like it's, it's, you're like, yeah, no, and eight and 10 is a bit capable, I eight, think. Eight and five. Eight and five, okay, ooh. Five. Ooh. Five. But I, I do know. That's younger than my daughter and I would not leave. Imagine Actually, for a yeah. second leaving yeah, that's Naomi next, home. Yeah, yeah. Na- Naomi next year. Yeah, Imagine nah, for that's, one I, second. That's a, yeah. do they, well, there's no guidelines for what age, like it, it does kind of vary, I feel like, Based on like parents and stuff, on like what age people. Also, I want to know where they live, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I feel like it's. Because if you're in like Pennsylvania, somewhereville, you know, like, (laughs) then I could see why you're like, yeah, I can run to the store. It's cool. Even though that's where all the true crime stuff happens. At the store. Uh, Yeah, no, in Pennsylvania, nowhereville. Yeah, 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 that's true. Like, it it just, nothing like this ever happens here. I also also feel like the, the thing I've always heard is that it's, you know, in horrible situations. It is someone you know. Exactly. And like these kids actually like the mom needs to be like, hey, do not go out, even if it's my best friend who's here all the time. Yeah. Unless yeah. I tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. well, like, but it's like, you know, it's it's funny because they're like, they followed me because, you know, I take them out all the time. It's like, yeah, you're, you've you've created this situation to where you made it easier to kidnap. You did what kidnappers yeah, do. It's like they're primed for kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, what like, was I supposed to do? Did you come, <laughs> like, you didn't try and come in as a stranger. You didn't try and test if they can actually defend themselves. You just used the most most easy way to kidnap a kid and did it. Okay, the the OP responded, um, thank you, this is my point. I've told her time and time again that I would even watch her kids, but she just thinks it is only a quick trip, no need to take the kids. I disagree and asked her to at least lock the door so no one wandered in, but even that doesn't happen. I love my friend, but really hate that she leaves the kids alone. I think not locking the door is, is strange. Like, just, just lock the door. Uh, like, I don't, I'm from Texas. 
and, and like some places don't lock the some, door. Yeah. yeah, like I say, is it? It feels slightly irresponsible. Yes to leave your small, small children at home alone with the doors unlocked, slightly, maybe hugely irresponsible. Yeah. But I can't say that that didn't happen to me. But me also, and my sister it's have like, the same age look, difference. Like, look, when you see a kid in front of the Bluey, you know that kid ain't moving. They, that kid ain't moving for the next five hours. Go get your milk. You know, you can go and get the milk. Yeah. It really feels like a problem that this person created because yeah. it seems like <laughs> I would like to believe that the reason, because, you know, I feel like this is a deductive reasoning where it's like, okay, this is a safe neighborhood. No one's coming, sh jingling all the doors and walking in. I'm gonna be at the store. It seems like even OP is admitting that it's only like five minutes. Yeah. So like, yeah, and I was like, if it's that much of a problem, then you know, you can try telling them, but at the end of the day, it's not your kids. You not don't get kids. to interject. You don't get yeah. to kidnap them. You don't get to, like, you know, that's, <laughs> That, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the You don't the thing. get to kidnap them. Yeah, you don't, you don't get, get to, to do that. Yeah, I think don't. regardless of opinions on much of this, we know that kidnapping kids is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what she did was was probably the worst possible thing oh, she yeah. could have done. And also, also just... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, also, just the fact that the mother was crying... And she was like, <laughs> she yeah. ruined that woman's life. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know I know this hack. That's, like, yeah. That is, that was the worst ten minutes of her life. Yeah, by far. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if she learned though. Like, I wonder. <laughs> I think she learned to never like, talk to that person again. Yeah. I mean, I, if you feel that intense fear, wouldn't you maybe the next time you leave the house be like, I'll lock the door. I think she learned <laughs> bad lessons though. I don't think oh. she's ever going to trust anyone so, ever no, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I learned that, what I would do is I would. Um, you know, drive my car down the block so it looks like I'm not there, leave my door unlocked, and as soon as my friend walked in again, I'd hit her with a bat. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's know, right. That, you that's, know what? You, like, oh, you'd have Chris Hansen waiting on the... Yeah. Oh, I thought you were a kidnapper, so I beat the shit out of you with the bat. <laughs> I taught you a lesson not to kidnap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought this was just like felonies between friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next story. You know what? I'm gonna do something a little different here. Um, I, I, I wanna listen to one of these. So, okay. Ify, why don't you read this one? Yes, yes, all You've right. Got your voice ready? Oh, yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole for not canceling my plans after my boyfriend learned about his diagnosis? Oh. <laughs> I love that you don't state what diagnosis. Right. You know, you, yeah. you're like, I have to keep you reading. Right. I gotta let you know. Suspense. I, 25 female, work in event planning, so I always get invites or tickets to go to high-end events. There was a huge event coming up that I was really excited to go to. I asked my boyfriend, 27, three days before the event to accompany me, and he said yes. So originally, the plan was my boyfriend, my stepsister, and myself. On the day of the event, he said he had a doctor's appointment, so he isn't sure if he can still attend. I said, no problem and I waited for him to return home. A couple hours later, he texted me and said he has something to tell me. I got worried and called him immediately. I asked if everything was okay, and he said he was diagnosed with anemia. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That is so sensitive. <laughs> so he'll have to take supplements. I, <laughs> I can't go, I have to take some supplements. <laughs> Like I, his girlfriend's like just, bleeding. Com yeah. and like, oh, fuck Com you guys. Immediate 180 from me. I'm gonna just say. 
I expressed how sorry I was and spoke to him for about two hours, gave him pep talks, told him I'm here if he needs me. Pep talks? <laughs> What's an anemia pep talk? Sp you can eat liver? Yeah. Like, what do you want? Really, really quick, specifically, what is anemia? I it's when your blood is thin, Yeah, right? when you yeah, have low thin. iron. Okay, okay yeah. low iron, okay. Eat liver. Yeah, um, I reassured him that I will always love him. <laughs> I then asked if he would still like to attend the event with me to take his mind off things, to which he responded that he doesn't like the artist performing, so he'd rather go to another event. I said, no problem. I will go with my stepsister alone. He got upset and hung up. I called him back, but he started an argument about how I'm selfish for going out while he's going Girl. I told him that I already made plans with my stepsister and I can't back out now as she's depending on me. I also don't drink, so I would have been a, the sober driver and if I didn't go, she couldn't. Okay, I told him that this event is the only event my sister really wanted to attend and I promised her I would take her months prior. I even told him I'll see him the next day and, and he said be safe and hung up. I got to the event around 11 and spent the entire event alone, just sitting down and watching the show by myself, having food and drinks. When I returned home around 2 a.m., I called him and he was awake playing video games. Hell yeah. It helps his anemia. His first words were, look who cares about me again. I said, I'm too tired for this. And he responded by saying that, of course I'm tired. Uh, and uh, which I guess a better reply would be like, well, I'm tired, I have anemia. Uh, <laughs> I, went out with, uh, I went out without him knowing he's upset, but I love partying and meeting new people so much that I didn't think to stay with him on the phone. I told him he's being ridiculous and I would have stayed if it were just us who planned to go. Uh, he said my priorities are off and I'm an ignorant asshole. Mm. Keep in mind, I don't attend parties unless it's with my family. I only attend events a few times a year, so am I the asshole for not staying on the phone with him and attending the event instead? No, honey. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the verdict um, for this one, which we don't even need to hear what the verdict was for the last one, uh, but this one was not the asshole. Yeah. Comics. When I saw the title, I expected it to be cancer or some type of degenerative disorder or something requiring major surgery. Anemia is generally a completely treatable condition that has no impact on quality of life, and unless the doctor referenced a concern about a more serious condition, it's reasonable to assume that supplements are all that is needed at this point. It sounds like he's using it as an excuse to get out of something he didn't want to do, then taking it a step further to try and manipulate you, not Oof. the asshole. He's jealous. This is what yeah. I'm, he is yeah. jealous that his girlfriend is a successful yeah. and in-demand woman and that she has other priorities that aren't his little cold fingers. Yeah. That's literally what happens. There's no doubt that this is just one of many instances where this guy, anything he has that he can use as a card against oh, her, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he does. you know, I feel like, I, I say this a lot, that, uh, that, one sign of like a relationship being unhealthy is when there is this sense of wanting to be the winner and the loser. Yeah. I feel like, you know, especially in my early 20s and before that, most relationships were entered in uh, the idea of like who can be at fault. That way I have this get out of jail free card for whatever BS I, you know, go through. And I feel like that carries over into people like this. And this isn't that big of a deal, but he probably 
did something horrible. Like this is a red flag. Is when oh. somebody wants so badly oh, for you to be in the wrong, yeah. they're getting ready to drop a bomb on you. It was like, oh, and by the way, I, I made out with Kelsey at the party. Uh, but, but you like, don't care about but you my didn't anemia. Care. Yeah, yeah. So. You were super shitty about my supplements. Yeah. So. You went to work and I didn't want you to go. Yeah. So, so you know, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. It does read as full insecurity to me. Mm -hmm. um, he is clearly an insecure person, and I think I hope I hope that you are out of there, girl. Well, yeah, because also in the way that she's conveying this information, she's putting a lot of qualifiers that are unnecessary, which means that she's, she's justifying used her to, existence. She's used to having to justify doing things like that. That's the thing that's so upsetting about this is that all that two paragraphs of context could have just been boiled down to this is an event that I was invited to. You you said you would go with me. You decided to go to the doctor on the day of the event, which that yeah. is the part that begun to piss me off was yeah. like you decided to seemingly last minute decided to go to this doctor the same day as the event, prefacing I probably am not gonna be able to make it. Like you're planning on not making, no matter what that doctor said to you, you aren't gonna go to that event. Look, here's here's my headcanon if you seem to be watching this uh, OP, is that he went to the doctor for a STI uh, test because he fucked somebody else and found out he's anemic and he's like, I'm gonna need this. Ooh. The phrase alone, look who cares about me again, is that's so that's all pathetic. I needed to hear. Yeah, I mean, while playing video games, by the way, it's not yeah. like he was <laughs> under the covers shivering, like, oh. Where is my girlfriend? You were on Call of Duty, probably calling someone a slur. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and, and then your girlfriend calls, and now you're like, oh, look who decides they care about me again. It seems like he, he needs a mommy. Yeah. It seems like he needs a little mommy. Yeah, it seems like you uh, definitely, this is, this is a huge red flag, and this is one of those situations where, you know, that, that phrase like, uh, pay attention, uh, believe people when they show you who they are. Right. Yeah. This is definitely a situation oh. like that. Because if, if he's doing this for anemia, <laughs> the moment he has like a real justification and think you need a dote by his side, oh boy. Oh, God. Prepare. What, it, what is it, uh, the phrase that was used in a previous one of the these weaponized episodes? Weaponized incompetence. Uh, weaponized being pathetic. Seems like this guy was using that. He's like, oh, you yeah. got anemia and he's just out. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I am bedridden for the rest of my life Well, also now. like, yeah, because it wasn't like he was like, <laughs> I don't want to go because of the anemia. He straight up said, I don't want to go because I'm not interested in this Yeah, he, right. he didn't want to go in the first place. Yeah. He wants to be mad at her for not for not babying him. And yeah. you know what? Bless his heart. Godspeed. Yeah. And I hope you well with your blood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say, you know, uh, you know, your your pipe game ain't that good if she didn't want to baby you from the first place. You know, <laughs> you know so uh, investigate that. Investigate that. He has anemia. The blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I read the next one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't read, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, am I the asshole? I didn't attend my son's wedding. I instead spent the evening with his ex-wife. Okay, well, let's hear him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. You know, I don't know. That on paper. Quick backstory. After graduating high school, my son moved three states away for college. At 19, he married a girl he met. 
I tried convincing him to wait because I personally felt he was too immature. They both dropped out and moved back here to his hometown. At 20, they had their first child, a beautiful little girl. At 20, okay. Whoa. 16 months later, my daughter-in-law gave birth to their second child, a little boy. After the first baby, my wife and I noticed our daughter-in-law wasn't happy. We both thought it was PPD related. Just after the second arrived, my son and his wife separated. She would bring the kids over for a visit. It was then she began unloading on us. I know there's two sides to every story, but considering I know my son, I believed her. <laughs> This dad wants to fuck his son's wife so bad. Is it the dad or the mom? It's the dad. It's the it's dad. The dad. Yeah. Wait, yep. it is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I sat my son down numerous times to speak with him regarding his marriage. He refused to take responsibility, blamed her for everything, even when I directly pointed out where he was the sole problem. They got into counseling. For a year, things were okay on the surface. Our daughter-in-law filed for divorce. My son, three days later, was on Facebook announcing his new girlfriend. Okay, he does seem like a problem, yeah. Um, a month later, they were engaged. My son had forced his then wife to become a permanent stay-at-home mom at the birth of their first child. She, of course, had no other family or friends here. She knew no one aside from us. She had nowhere to go with two small children. Unbeknownst to our son, my wife and I helped her financially and got her an apartment. Before the divorce was even finalized, we received a wedding invitation. I made it clear to my son I would not be attending and they would not have my blessing. His mother told him she would see to it that I would attend. I stayed consistent in my decision. I also asked him not to bring his fiance around our house for out of respect for the mother of his children. The wedding happened on February 11th, the night before my wife gave me the final push. I did not attend. Our daughter also did not attend for the same reasons. My wife picked up our grandkids, got them dressed, and attended the wedding. My daughter and I decided to spend the evening with his ex. I couldn't imagine her sitting alone while her kids attended their father's wedding. She was taken aback that I didn't end up attending his wedding. We took her out to distract her mind. I just wanted her to know she'll always be considered family to us. Our daughter also made a joke that they can drop the in-law status and just be sisters now. Okay. Um, she was tearfully grateful. I realized just how badly she needed our support and specifically on that night. The next morning, my son called to tell me how much of a horrible father I am for not attending his wedding. A few days later, he caught wind that I spent the wedding evening with his ex. He said that it was the ultimate form of betrayal and further, myself and his sister would have to earn a relationship with him on his terms only. Whew. Ooh, that one's a rough one. That is actually really difficult. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a tough one. I think that's like... No, I think it's pretty down the middle for me. Well, you really? have you have it. You yeah. You are uniquely uh, yeah. I mean, qualified like, for yeah. this. <laughs> I mean the the evidence stated is he obviously cheated on his his ex wife with this woman and is now mm -hmm. rushing to get married. He is also someone who is rushing to get married with people not really seeing things through, right. which is kind of the stuff that he's said about his son that he knew is very impulsive, doesn't really consider other people's actions. You know, I think everything with the who's wrong about it aside, I do think there's an element to where he, as um, the father-in-law, realized that 
this woman uprooted her life to come to a town she's not from and basically take care of his grandkids. And I think he is doing his duty as a grandfather mm -hmm. to take care of those two kids and make sure their mom is all right. Sure. Because it, it seems very obvious that his son isn't probably gonna be in these kids' life. This is a oh. very clear, I've seen people who behave like this and oh. people who be behave like this try to move on to their next situation and just completely uh, disengage from their current ones. I didn't even consider the idea that he would be not just abandoning her, but abandoning the kids. Oh yeah. I, I yeah. didn't even think about that. I think what, what cause I was thinking that a little bit is, is um, you know, those are his grandkids, and I'm like, you, you have such a, yeah. you're dedicated to those kids. He didn't really bring up the grandkids, I feel like, a ton, but. Well, he was just spending time with her on the wedding night. Yeah, the kids, the kids were at the, the wedding. wedding. Yeah. But that's definitely a great point, because like I was thinking, I'm like, oh, but you're a father, like, you, you should be dedicated to your son, but I'm like, those are your grandkids. You almost, yeah. they almost take precedence over yeah. once your, your son is That is the mother adult. of your grandchildren, for sure. I will say, there are 364 nights out of the week you could have spent with her alone. Like, I, this guy does see, the son seems like an asshole. Like, he seems awful, and I wouldn't, like, openly support him or be like, I think you're making the right decision. But not going to your son's wedding is a tough thing to do. And it's also, you can't work from that. Like, mm -hmm. if his son is an asshole, and he moves on from this wedding night, there's a potential that maybe his family could encourage him to be a little bit more of a empathetic person or loving father. But if you don't go to the wedding of your son, there's no way he's gonna hear anything you say well, after that. My, my thing is this, I feel like you can't teach someone to be empathetic. I think you can't teach yeah. someone to be a mm. good father. That's something you actively wanna do. You have to make that choice. And this person obviously is not gonna make that choice. And I think uh, things that can get lost in the shuffle can get lost in the you know baby mama drama the child support of it all is that you know the parents and their emotions affect the kids he knows his son's good he's moving on he's doing his own thing but he needs to make sure that this woman doesn't break down I mean it's obvious mm -hmm. that sh she's in financial straits and she's the only one taking care of those kids so she does need to be supported I mean you know when you're a parent and you are trying to both parent and like manage your emotions, that's a lot to deal with. And I think, you know, as the father of that son, I wouldn't be surprised if the dad feels somewhat responsible for this. Cause he's like, I didn't raise, or I didn't believe I raised my son to be like this, yet you're dealing with the effects of that. So I'm going to take care of you. And I do think there's, an, there's a point in taking a stance of being like, this is, you are marrying the person you cheated on your ex with. Right. I don't want to support that. And I do okay. think it's okay to take a stance there. I do think that, you know, at a certain point you have to decide, is it more important to do things just because you're family or is it more important to like make that uh, stance? And like in the sense of it all, it's like, yeah, the son, you know, he might lose him in all this, but eventually when he has his sister and his dad who are standing strong, eventually he's gonna have to come to terms with like why I don't have a relationship with this person. And the type of person he married, you know, that still needs to unravel. Yeah. It's like, depending on how that goes, it's gonna be, uh, you know. There's a lot of information we don't have. Right. Yeah. But but I do think, I do think it's 
also pretty powerful that the sister also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like a sibling and a father taking a stance like that, I mean, that's, yeah. that's intense. And the know? fact that they're like adopting the ex-wife, they're like, you can yeah. just call me sister now. Yeah. Like, you're not Oof. a sister-in-law. It's almost like they're replacing the son with her. Yeah. Um, which I've dealt with people in my family who have issues that express themselves in ways that might seem like they're doing something that is the wrong decision or they're doing something that's actively against the family or whatever. Um, but it took a lot of time and patience and communication to get to the place where we all understood together. Like, I am very loyal to my family, and so I will I will give them a lot of grace when it comes to stuff like this. I do see that, like, this son is do, making all the wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody, unless he is a murderer or, yeah. like, inherently yeah. evil. I don't think that anybody wants to be a bad father. I don't think anybody wants to be a bad son. It seems like he's acting reactively in what he could probably use is like family. Well, yeah, but I feel like you can, there's a difference between support and enabling, where it's like yeah. you can set the boundary, you can let them know why. And that's why I think, you know, as long as you let them know why you're giving that action, then they'll always know why. Like, if he's like, look, this is what I'm doing because I know you cheated on her, and Mm -hmm. I know you're with this person, and I wanna support my grandkids, no matter what, if he wants that relationship, he's gonna know that that's why that's happening and that needs to change. Okay, well here's a question. Mm -hmm. Does cheating on your wife mean that you're never allowed to have a relationship with your father again? I don't think you. I wonder if there's different stipulations yeah. than this. I wonder yeah. if it's. I. I think there's probably a million layers that we're not seeing. Hundred like, percent. Because as you're saying, oh, he's probably going to be out of these kids' lives. Maybe the the dad seems to know that's about to be the case, and it might be a situation of, I'm not shunning you just in general. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm. But I'm out of your life until you take an active part of these kids' lives. Well, and I also want to re- reverse it a bit. The dad had said nothing about being out of his life. Remember, it's the son who's like, you need to work for me. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Dad's just not attending the wedding. There's an edit. Okay. (laughs) Update. First, I'd like to sincerely thank each and every one of you for your support, encouragement, and all the awards. Yeah, there's a Reddit 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 awards. It's a thing. Oh, I know. (laughs) They mean nothing. I know without a doubt I did the right thing. I even feel differently now. His mother should not have attended either, but we can't go back and undo that. So my son saw the post. (gasps) T! I I had sent my daughter the link yesterday so she could read the comments. This morning she texted me at work, Dad, you went viral! (laughs) Lol, but anyways. He sent screenshots of the post and all my comments to his mom. He also told her he's dead to me now. Time will tell if he means that. I'm sure he'll see this update too. For that reason, I'm positively certain the second he needs another cash loan, I won't be dead anymore. (laughs) Yes, daddy! His mom told him, your children have to be our number one priority. They're not just some disposable items you can leave behind when one chapter of your life closes. Maybe one day he'll understand this. You said that. Yeah, you called it. You I called ca- it. Well, it's 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 it, because it's like a behavioral pattern. You know, yeah. like I've seen a, a per, people like this. I've seen a person like this, and it really 
it, 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 what sucks is like, I get, you're right. You, you want, you know, that relationship with your kids. You want that. But also you have to understand that your kid is an adult now. And also he's like in his early twenties. So yeah. like, there's, you know. There's time. Yeah, there's, there's hopefully. I, I think he's going to come around, especially when he realizes that he needs his parents more than he thinks. Uh, but when you kind of let this off, when you enable a son like this, mm -hmm. the thing that gets lost in the shuffle and hurt the most are the kids. Because like yeah. like I said, this is this is behavior of someone who just kind of like thinks that uh, partners are disposable. And and, can, and and he thinks that if he just leaves them, he's someone who would probably be complaining about child support even though he's not even, you know, spending any time with his children. I'm so conflicted about this. Yeah. I really am. I do think he's an asshole. End of story. But, first of all, if my dad made a Reddit post about me, um, that's the silliest thing I've ever seen. But, yeah. but, but this is clearly that, like, this is clearly actions upon actions upon I know, actions but this, I have this a lot son of has probably done. The yeah. cash loan reference shows like, yeah. he has probably, and for the sister to, I think when, when the sister is also taking that stance, it's not like, oh, he was an asshole to his ex-wife, it's like, He's clearly been an asshole to everyone. They, he's lost the trust of so many people that if that one thing can make them go, yeah, we're out. Yeah, it's hard when we're seeing an apex because uh, it's clear that this has been a buildup, but yeah. it's like, so you just now decided decided to start stop yeah. enabling him? We're flipping but to the middle of a book. We are. Like, wait, wait, how'd they get I here? I will say too that like making the kids the priority, it just doesn't seem like that's what's happening here. I understand <clears> that like, saying you are not being responsible for your children so I will be, that's not healthy for those children to grow up thinking that their dad is a piece of shit. Even if he is, it's, I do agree that it's up to the community, the family, the parents to try to push their son in the right direction and try to make sure that he's making the right decisions for himself. But if he can't make those decisions, I don't think that the answer is demonizing him to the kids because I, they need to grow up thinking that their dad loves them. Well, I don't think this is a conversation to the kids. This is the conversation to Reddit and the rest of the, uh, the internet and a conversation between parents. We don't know, I don't think that these parents are going back to the kids and being like, so you're not seeing your dad because of X, Y, Z. I think this is a forum where he yeah. is speaking freely and I think that there is an, there, I don't think that the kids are involved in that way. And I think it is really just a parent who is fed up and wants to stand up for these kids. I, I, yeah. I just wanna say, one, one thing that I wanna point out, just kinda changing the subject a little bit is, it's gotta be so wild for these, for kids nowadays growing up where there's so much stuff on the internet that they might stumble upon 15 to 20 years from yes. now. Yeah. I grew up in an age where it's like, my parents didn't use the internet. Like yeah. they don't have posts or anything on there. Like, oh my God. Well, I mean, with the nature of Reddit, this will be archived and hard to find in the next five years. <laughs> True. So, True. Yeah. And, I, and, and like, you know, and the last thing about the kids, they're like, based on the timing, probably one and two. There's yeah. no information being sent to these kids. So there is enough time for the dad to step up and want to be present in the life, and I'm sure that no one is blocking him from seeing his kids. It sounds like he's not coming to see his kids. Maybe we'll see it on Best of Redditor updates. Yeah, Ooh. it could happen. It yeah. could happen. Look, sometimes things turn around. Yeah, sometimes things turn around. Verdict is not the answer. May I read the uh, next one? Of course. Oh, yes, Shad. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh, Shad. Oh, 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 oh
Go All right. Ahead. Am I the asshole for leaving the restaurant when my girlfriend admitted she's been lying to me for 10 years? Okay. You can, you this is one of those where been. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Usually I feel like I know. Oh, yeah, we have to hold true because this might be an anemia situation. Right, right, yeah. right. Like, Just based on my experience here reading these, whenever it's a boyfriend talking about his girlfriend, he's... 90% of the time the asshole. It's some it's, it's very yeah. rarely a guy <laughs> complaining about his girlfriend and he's in the right. Yeah. Uh, throw away because my girlfriend ha uh, has known my account. Uh, he, he wrote, throw away because my girlfriend has knows my account. <laughs> asshole, hey, we're done, okay. <laughs> this is currently a major fight between me and my friends, so I'm looking for some guidance. My girlfriend, who's 28, and I, 34, have been together for almost 10 years. The entire time we've been dating, I have purchased jewelry for her for every Christmas, birthday, Valentine's Day, etc. I consider myself good at picking out jewelry, and my girlfriend is always very appreciative with what I gift her and wears the pr uh, pieces frequently. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I know where this is I, going. I definitely know where this is going. I've been there. Go ahead. <laughs> we won't be together for Valentine's Day, so we exchanged gifts yesterday night. I gave her a very expensive silver bracelet, which she then wore, wore to lunch today with me and a couple of our mutual friends. One of our friends commented on the bracelet and my girlfriend told her it was a Valentine's gift. Our friend then said that was odd because she thought my girlfriend doesn't wear silver jewelry. I said, yes she does. I've been buying her expensive silver jewelry for 10 years. My girlfriend then sheepishly admitted that she really prefers gold jewelry and that if she's buying for herself, that's what she buys. I was pissed. I feel like she... I was pissed. I was pissed. Royally pissed. I feel like she embarrassed me by waiting until then to say something. I, I asked her why she never bothered to tell me, and she said something about not wanting to upset me and that she was just happy I was thinking of her. I told her that's stupid. <laughs> I'm spending a lot of money to make you happy. Not so I can feel good, I bought you something. I ended up leaving the restaurant and our friends took her back to work. Anyways, her attitude about the whole thing is frustrating me, so I got a hotel room for the night, and that's where I am now. <laughs> and that's where I am writing this right And that's where I am right now. I'm at the Holiday Inn. Oh, man. She's leaving her for her home state tomorrow to take care of her father for a few days, so I'm going to go home in the morning and think about what to do next. Oh. So she's leaving? from the state to take care of her sick father as a good person, and I'm mad she doesn't like my shitty jewelry. And I'm busy thinking about what to do with all this jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> my friends and sister found out about the fight and are blowing up my phone telling me I'm a jerk and I need to get over it. They're also saying I'm wrong for storming out at lunch. I didn't storm out, I literally just got up and left. <sighs> okay. But, but I'm hurt that my own girlfriend doesn't communicate with me and I feel like she owes me an apology or at least an admission that she was wrong and should have said something earlier. Am I the asshole? Dude, oh my God. It's, it's so funny to ah. see someone mention communication and be so bad at it because I mean the, you, the moment you want to enter any type of discussion with your partner where someone has to be right and someone has to be wrong, you've already, you've already failed. Lost. I, you've already lost. I also like how it's like all my friends and my family are mad at me. So I'm gonna go to Reddit yeah. and Where, ask I'm them. I'm gonna ask some people on the internet who don't know me. My favorite yeah. part of that is when she said, I just love that you were being thoughtful. And I said, that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> okay, this is, oh, my heart's racing. It, this is like, <laughs> some of the most fuck shit I've ever heard. It is honestly, like, first of all, let's unravel here. First of all, you don't know your girlfriend. 
You've been with her for 10 years and, and you never you straight up thought don't to know ask that. her what she also, wanted? Also, it's like, okay, if she never has been wearing that jewelry, you didn't catch on that she's not wearing your jewelry in 10 years? Yeah, and I do understand, like, girls, speak up. But also, you were an adult dating a teenager. So also, maybe she feels like she can't speak up because yeah. she didn't well, really develop before you started dating. Well, that's actually Let her cook, where, literally. Where I was, like, coming from. <laughs> like, that's kind of where I'm coming at it from, where it's like, no, obviously there's something wrong with the dynamic that you have that she didn't feel she could communicate, especially when her answer was, I didn't want you to get upset and you proceed to, to get, get upset. upset. So it's like you've, you've only make, proven her right. You've proven nothing. If anything. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't be like, oh, you, 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 you didn't tell me because I would get upset. Oh, that makes you so upset. And you, you know? asked her no questions. Yeah. Like, listen, if somebody gifted, I don't, I don't really wear jewelry. I wear bolo ties and that's it. Yeah. If somebody tried to give me like a necklace or a bracelet, I would be so appreciative and yeah, I would say man. thank yeah. you. But. If I were dating somebody for 10 years, you would think that maybe when you started to make this a tradition, you would ask like, oh, well, do you prefer this or this? Or do you like this or this? Or, or notice that she wears gold jewelry, right. if or, that's what her preference is. Well, here's the thing. Right, right. And I'm not, you know, I'm trying to be too spicy. I'm not trying to be too crazy. <laughs> do it. Gold costs more than silver. <laughs> that part. So her being like a good girlfriend was like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, give me the more expensive metal. Go. I'm that's, gonna be that's... happy with this. But you, obviously, she must have some gold in her. Like, I would never uh, oh, see my partner wear gold and be like, oh, you like jewelry? I'm gonna get you that silver. It's like, no, it's obviously you like gold. Uh, and lots of people don't like mixing metals. I don't mind mixing metals, you know, but I am wearing all gold now. But like, you know, she was doing the nice sweet thing She's of being like, I'm man. gonna accept, uh, you know, the silver stuff that you're getting me and you're very right. proud of, instead of being like, oh, cause I can see from her position how that would feel like it sounds. There are two ways to receive that information. She says, I just didn't want to upset you and I'm so thankful that you've, you know, been thoughtful to me over all these years, you either receive it by going, wow, you have sacrificed your own personal taste and style to make me happy, I'll change. Like, I'll, I'll make this small adjustment or you could um, call her a liar and storm out of lunch. Yeah, I like how someone you wrote, could do uh, that. I get the impression he thinks storming out means spinning around with your arms out and hands clenched into fists. Right. <laughs> yeah, what's storming out? Yeah, he only count? watches The Real Housewives. So he's yeah. like, I didn't flip one table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm this, calm. Is, this is a bummer. The verdict was clearly asshole. Clearly yeah. asshole. As we predicted. Uh, also, girl. Get, get out. out of there. Well, get out. Yeah, it's, to me, <laughs> here's my favorite thing about reading like Am I the Asshole stuff is like they're giving, they're trying to give you a nugget of a situation, but in how they tell it, in the information they say right. and give, it really gives you the full dynamic. The same way I was able to figure out him not being in his, like I, there's context yeah. clues there always in is. ways someone's, t and it also comes from who's saying it. Like I didn't, it's not lost on me that for the last one, the father said it. So right. the father is going to, like he's given us the best version, believe it or not. Yeah. And in this one, he's giving what he believes is the best version, but the problem with 
the asshole giving the best version is they're so convinced that they're right that they they double down on the thing that's wrong. Right. The, the ones that are always easy to tell, and we get them so often, is controlling boyfriends always throw out so many signs. They say things that they're like, I'm certain this is right, but it's so clearly wrong. Like it's it's because it's like at this point you're like to me, I think the 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 bow tie on it is like I think she should apologize and admit she's wrong. It's like, yeah. what is this? Is she your child? Like, well, even that's bro, what it I is. Mean, Listen, yeah. I, I don't want to be I don't want to be like too sad or gross here, but like when I was eighteen, I dated people who were like 25, 26, 27, and they liked me up until I had an opinion. They liked me up until I disagreed with them about something, and then they're like, oh, you're not just like a fun little toy. Yeah. So. She's clearly been conditioned to just appease him. And now we're at this stage where she finally felt comfortable enough through the support of her community and friends yeah. to say like, you don't like that. Yeah. Clearly yeah. somebody knows that about her. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like we, we, we figured that one out. I wanna meet yeah. this man. All right, Iffy, go ahead. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Am I the asshole for asking stepdaughter to move out? This is an ongoing issue going on in my home. I, 33 female, am currently pregnant with my first child. I live in a two bedroom home with my husband and stepdaughter, 23 female. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just clock this, just right out the rip. The husband is dating someone 10 years older than his daughter. Uh-huh. And she ain't saying, she didn't say the husband's age, which I feel like is very important info, but let's continue. <laughs> Live in a two bedroom home with my husband and stepdaughter, 23 female. Stepdaughter and I get along fine, no big issues, but we also are not super close. Now that the baby is coming, we need more space, unfortunately, and we can't afford a new home. We need new space, and she didn't add this, I'm just adding this so that it makes sense. And unfortunately, we can't afford a new home. I brought up to my husband, asking stepdaughter to move up. Okay, <laughs> I don't wanna make assumptions here, but this looks like this might be her second language, and I got lots of opinions about the dad. My reasoning is that we really need her room for the new baby, and she is an adult with a full-time job, so it's time for her to be on her own anyway. My husband agreed, and we brought it up to her at dinner one night. We told her we would help with her first two months rent. I told her it would be fun. Her and I could go shopping and I would help her decorate her, her new apartment. Oh my God. We tried to be as gentle as we could, but she was very quiet. Privately, she told my husband that even though she has a full-time job, she cannot afford to live on her own. My husband told her she did not need to move out, so now we're scrambling trying to find a space for the new baby. The other day, I was home alone with stepdaughter and tried to talk about it again. I offered to help her find a roommate and she snapped on me. She snapped on me and told me to just leave her alone and locked herself in the room. When my husband got home from work, he was mad at me and told me to leave her alone and not bring it up anymore. Things have been awkward and uncomfortable since making my pregnancy very stressful. She is 23, she is 23 old enough to be on her own. She has a job, we are willing to help her. We need space for our baby. I do not see how I am in the wrong here. I don't either, honey. So, yeah, that's uh, so, so embarrassing. So, so here's some of the comments. So you and your husband can't afford to uh, uh, another place to live, but you expect her to. Must be written by another 23-year-old. Uh, 
Comment, you're the asshole. You're barely a decade older than your stepdaughter. Leave her parenting to her actual parent. Secondly, yes, she's behaving badly towards you. You're trying to kick her out of her home. Thirdly, have you had any idea of the economic fuckery going on in the world today? Completely unsurprising that a full-time, presumably entry-level for 20-something job cannot cover expenses. I'm going to disagree with the, because they their verdict is asshole, and I'm strongly oh going to disagree. Oh, my God, wow. I disagree so vehemently. Like, uh, yeah, girl. I, you're 23. Get, yeah, you're 23. I this was right about the time I moved out. Now I understand, and this is the thing: the hardest thing you will ever do yeah. for the first time in your life is move out of your parents' house. Yes. But the reason it's hard is because you're probably not paying rent. You're probably not paying utilities. So, like, for what it's worth, you are another adult living in the home of two adults for free and not doing anything to help. Right. Now, I know there's a lot of economic fuckery going on, but you know, that's why, yes, get a roommate. Yes, figure something out. If like it's one thing to say like they can't afford a new home and that she can't afford a place to live. I get things are wild right now, but like it's never going to, exactly, it's never going to get easier to leave your parents' home for the first time. And I'm not here to judge why, you know, it hasn't happened sooner or, like, the situation that is keeping her there. None of that. But you have to make that move in order to be a human adult. Like, it's not even just for, I mean, obviously, this is a 33-year-old pregnant woman. Like, she needs a space for the baby, regardless of all the, like, just humanity in that. Like, be a human, give her that space. You're never going to live a full life if you are staying inside of your parents' home. Yeah, like, you, it's for her. Yeah, you can't, like, you, like, I, it's, it's a hard one, but I still disagree. Because I get, like, 23 is, to me, the beginning of when you should yeah. be considering to move out. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, you should have been moved out. You should, like, I get why she's mm -hmm. there. Yeah. But I can't see how like knocking boots next door to your parents and your pregnant <laughs> stepmom is that's accessible in any way. What I'm saying, at 23, I was like doing mushrooms in a zoo. Yeah. Like, go live, but you it, know? But it's so funny because, like, it, like that's why I said, I'm like, this, this is the median of, of, like, people. I could see why they're like, you're the asshole. Because also, I think it would be a lot different if, I personally believe, if she wasn't a stepmom mm. and if it was just the mom, I don't think people would have just been as quick to run the totally. asshole gamut. Totally. But now they, you know, when you say stepmom, <clears throat> there's all this stuff you're unpacking. You're like, oh, you're just trying to replace her. Oh, and I, and I, when I started reading it, I did like kind of be like, okay, this seems kind of funny. You're, you're the stepmom. You're pregnant. But like, once I read the age 23, I am like, we got to figure something out. There's like the cultural thing of like, you know, living. Uh, with your parents, the, with your yeah. parents, and but also no, like like like, <laughs> like, I, like I, I, I'm I'm, assume... I'm, a, I'm a child of immigrants, well, also... Nigerian. No, like I I know someone <laughs> who is like in her 30s who is like banking on who is like still with her parents and culturally it's fine, and I'm still like no, like I because yeah. to me at a certain point, and this is what I'm saying, this is where like you have to flip on the adult brain where it's like. Am I being a burden to my parents? Mm -hmm. Like, like, because we don't want to think that because we we're like these are our parents. They're supposed to take care of us. This that. It's like 
there is a certain point where it's like your dad is is and it seems like he wants to like let you live there, but at a certain point you gotta you you gotta find a middle ground because it seems like your option is like no. Where it's like, okay, if there's not enough space for you and the baby, you know, not once been like, okay, then let's put our shekels together and let's get a bigger place together. Yeah. But what it sounds like is you wanna keep living for free with your entry level job, saving up money, your parents are unable to save up the money. You know, while, while you're just kind of saving up. And what happens when you do have a, enough money to move? Are you gonna do anything for them? Or are you gonna move to your new house or move in with your husband with the money you saved and live the rest of your life? Well, that's the thing. I like. I am definitely coming from a very Western perspective. Oh, and that like, it's not in my culture to stay with my family until, my, until I'm married off. Um, but it does seem like the dad agreed that she should leave. And yeah. then as soon as the daughter was like, no. The dad was like, oh, nope. So, so yeah, I was going to ask, because that happened so quickly. The daughter just said no, and the yeah. dad was like, okay. Yeah. Well, the, what happened was the daughter waited to, and this is why I just kind of don't fly with, because if she would have in that moment disagreed and did it and had a conversation like the adult she's in, mm -hmm. then I'd be like, okay, there's some there. But what she did is like a child, waited till they she got her dad alone and then, you know, you know, dad, I'm a dad. I'm it's hard to say no to your daughter. And I'm sure it, it does not change as she gets older. Mm -hmm. And I just look at it as like if times are rough and your reaction is like, times are rough. It's like, no, when times were rough back in the day, kids were working in factories. You are 23. Like, like Working in a factory. Yeah, you know, but it's like you have, like it's not like, it's not like she's in college. It's not like she, it's like she has an entry level job. They are offering to pay the two months rent going. Like what is going on here? It just makes me so like, like if it is, if it is a cultural thing, we obviously can't speak to that, but but they I never mean, said when that. I, they, they never that said we're, that. We're dealing with the limited amount of information. They never said we have. that. And, like, but we when can I only was 23 years old, I lived in a basement that had zero windows and there were literal brown rats living in my bed. So uh, when I hear this shit, I'm like, you can make it work. Uh, look, like when I first lived on my own, like some of the first years, like living with a bunch of roommates and like a, not a great place. You do over time, like you you don't want to go back. No. At least I didn't. I was like, I'd rather this. Like you start to then develop your own like independence, and you're like, oh my god. Even even if you're independent in your house with your parents, there's a certain level level of independence you mentally cannot get. I, I frankly, I think once there's a little baby, she's gonna want to move out. Oh yeah, like that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Um, All right. Where she does, but it's on a mattress <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> It's too close to home. Okay. Am I the asshole for explaining to my daughter why her milestones seem less important than her cousins? Oh, no. Oh, no. Right on. In our family, there are five cousins ranging in age from 40 to 28. My daughter is the middle cousin, 33. My daughter waited 13 years to marry her now husband. When they got engaged, we threw them an engagement party in the backyard. I opted not to throw her a bridal shower. They had been together so long at this point that it seemed tacky. I talked her out of a rehearsal dinner and brunch the next morning. It just seemed tacky for two people who had been together for so long and already lived together to make such a big deal. 
A few weeks after her wedding, she expressed disappointment, saying she went to all her cousin's bridal shower rehearsal dinners happily, and when it was her turn, she felt like no one cared. She's now pregnant, and the topic of a baby shower came up. All her cousins had babies already, so they have tons of baby stuff to give her, and they don't need any more, so it seems silly to throw... It seems silly to throw a big baby shower when she can get everything she needs from her cousins and siblings. A few nights ago, she expressed to me that she feels like everyone else's milestones are celebrated while hers are always pushed to the side or an afterthought. I explained to her that the first wedding in a family is always the most exciting, and she waited so long that by the time she got engaged, weddings were old news, and all her cousins were on to having babies, and obviously babies are more exciting than weddings. <laughs> She wrote She wrote this out. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. said it. And she was like, and I'm right. And yeah. uh, now that she is pregnant, it feels like every other month, one of the cousins is having a baby. So of course it's less exciting as the first new baby, but we are still happy for her. She said she was sick of attending everyone else's events only for hers to be pushed aside. I told her she sounded spoiled. I have not heard from her since. I was just trying to yeah. explain why things seem that way. She wanted a birthday party, so I threw some old oatmeal at her and right. said, here's Holy your birthday shit. cake. Yeah, this this, is, you would think this was like maybe so one of the aunts we're talking about, but this is your daughter. And I don't know why you were more excited about your nieces and nephews than your own daughter. And it seems like there's a lot of pent up uh, 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 passive aggressiveness because she didn't get married when you wanted her to. That's what's so tr like triggering about this is that I am a 31-year-old woman and I have no plans of marriage anytime soon. And the fact that people feel like that there is a timeline that oh, they yeah. have to abide to. And to have that pressure, luckily, I'm lucky in that I don't have that pressure from my family. But to have that pressure from your family and to literally tell you you are less worthy because of your age is a societal systemic issue, yeah. less of a this person issue. She is a victim and a product of society. And I feel bad for the mom because she has such a limited perspective that it actually makes her less excited about her grandchild entering the world. That's sad. That is so true. You know, I, sad. an opinion I have on just, cause I, I've known people who've gotten married after being together for like over a decade or mm -hmm. something. I think what's a positive note on those types of weddings is you're like, they're gonna be together forever. Yeah. Like they, they, we, we don't have to worry about yeah. this. We get to all be excited. It's like this one's, this is for real. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a flip side of it. Um, I just don't understand all these people, all these stories that we hear, these people who are receiving positive news or receiving any news at all and then taking it in as something that is negative to them. So like well, her daughter after 13 years is getting married, well, like congratulations. Well here's yeah. the thing. Um, this smells like immigrant family. Uh, uh, this, this, this screams it. Uh, I would not be surprised if sh this person was Nigerian. Um, <laughs> but like, obviously, with so many cousins, this means that she has a bunch of brothers and sisters. And for some reason, th it's been a competitive thing for her. Now, I'd be very curious of like the age kind of layout of this, mm -hmm. but the mom feels some type of way that she had to go to all her brothers and sisters' kids' events and her didn't get it. So she is now choosing to punish her child for taking too long. Now, she w has won the grand prize of never meeting her grandkids, uh, which right. I <laughs> truly, firmly hope. I am such a proponent of punishing our parents with never seeing their grandkids. I cannot 
emphasize enough that is that is your one true weapon against shitty parents. If you have a parent and they've abused you, if you have a parent and they've emotionally tormented you, do not let them meet their grandkids because they Ooh. will make it seem like they don't care, but it will destroy them and good for them. Yeah. They've earned it. They've earned it and you don't, oh, I, I like, you know, luckily, dad and mom, great, but every time I hear a story, I just always tell another parent, do not let them meet those grandkids. Because right. like, that, because at the end of the day, she's not gonna wanna give you this baby shower, she wants all this hand, but I bet you damn well, as soon as that baby pops out, she's gonna want her face right in that baby's face. Do not let her see those grandkids. Or named after uh, her. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of stories you read where it's like, well, you just want a free trip to the retirement home. Yeah. Right. You're there. Yeah, raising, <laughs> a, raising a child is not a relay race. Like, yeah. you do not have to. No. Also, it's a lot of money, and take it from me. Lots of money, lots of work. Uh, if you want a quick money saver tip, uh, keep them on the boob as long as possible. The poops are better. The poops are better when they're on the boob, and all that milk's free. And you know, if it gets a little clogged up, guess what? Free milk for daddy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, may I read this this next one? Wish you would. My, uh, this is a 29-year-old woman who wrote this. She goes, my husband, who's 31, got a paternity test on our daughter, who's five, and it came back negative. But I never cheated. Now he thinks our relationship is a lie and wants to divorce. What do I do? This is from uh, the relationship subreddit. So what? this is um, interesting. Okay. I don't know how it happened and I haven't been able to stop crying all day. I never cheated. I love my husband. We've been together since college and he's the love of my life. He's handsome and kind and while I've slept with two other people, both were before we got together. There is no other potential father for our daughter. We were married already and actively trying for a baby. I never cheated, I would never cheat, and I don't know why he took that stupid test because I would never ever cheat, but it came back negative and now he thinks he's not her dad. I don't know how to convince him it was a faulty test and I'm so scared. These past few months, it's like he's become someone completely different from the man I married. He's cold and suspicious. He kept demanding to see my phone and wouldn't tell me why. And I showed him at first, but eventually told him I wouldn't anymore unless he explained why. He's been distant with our daughter too. He stays in his office for hours on end and I don't know what he's doing. I did not cheat. He accused me this morning saying he'd done the test after realizing that our daughter's eyes, brown, would, wouldn't naturally come from ours, both blue. <laughs> That's and, not how science works. <laughs> and that he wanted me to get out of the house. I didn't leave and he locked me out of our bedroom and now I'm in my daughter's room. This is terrifying, what should I do? Edit, the specific advice I want is how I can prove I'm innocent and how to make sure this relationship works. I wanna keep my family together at all costs. Also, I just had a conversation with my husband. He's out of his room now and we discussed some things. I told him again uh, that I would never cheat and started talking about a list I made of tests I want done but he told me that he didn't want to hear it right now. We're going to have a longer conversation tomorrow and he said that he still loves our daughter and he won't try to keep me out of the house or our room for now. I asked him to hug me and he did. I'm scared that I won't be able to convince him. I just want our family to go back to normal. How can I be a good wife and support his needs while proving my innocence? There's a big edit, because I, I have read this one. You have Continue. read this? Okay. Yeah. Oh, someone here is lying. So there's some comments no, here. No, just wait. <laughs> some comments here. The only way to prove you're innocent is to have your daughter tested again. Also, you yourself should DNA test your daughter to make sure she's your biological daughter as well. <laughs> Seems far-fetched, I know, but just rules out all po possibilities. 
Uh, did you actually see the results or is this just what your husband is stating? All right, there's an update. Hi everyone. First off, I wanted to thank everyone who reached out. My original post got so much attention, it was hard to get to everything, but I ended up making a list of plans and tests I wanted to get done. My husband was understandably distrustful of me for a while, but he apologized for the way he acted, which I didn't need, and said that he wouldn't try to kick me out of our home. He did say, though, that if every test came back and I I'd cheated, then he was going to go scorched earth. <laughs> We did a few tests, blood paternity tests for him and me and our daughter, and we had an appointment with a chimerism specialist co uh, coming up. But that got canceled because, well, some of you guessed it, but my daughter is not biologically mine either. I don't know how this happened, but a police officer came to our house and took our statements and were suing the hospital where I gave birth. I don't know what happened to my baby, and that is terrifying. I have my husband back, but my whole world was still upended, and I just wished He'd never taken that stupid test. I've been sleeping in my daughter's room and I'm so afraid that she's going to be taken away from me. But at the same time, I wanna know where my biological daughter is and if she's okay. I pray to God she's okay. My daughter still doesn't know the details and we've been trying to keep this quiet. The last thing we need is a big scandal. I don't want people who know us to look at her differently. She deserves better than that. She's such a good kid and she's not some spectacle to be gawked at. If we can, if we can find her birth family, I have no idea what we'll do. I guess the best case scenario would, would be to get a bigger house and all live together. <laughs> I guess the only option I guess is polyamory. I guess the only option is to be like a Disney Channel show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but I don't know if we can afford that or if they'd go for that or even or if, they'd go for that. if we'll be able to locate them or if I'm just crazy. <laughs> this whole situation is crazy. I don't know anyone else who's been in a situation like this. I mean, are there support groups for parents of kids who got mixed up? I Googled and nothing came up. I mean, there is a... Uh, ABC Family Show. Switched at birth. Switched at birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, literally all I'm getting are tabloid articles from trashy magazines that slap the faces of innocent kids on the same pages as celebrity sex scandals and fiction. How do we tell our daughter? I mean, we can't tell her now. She'll tell the kids at school and then it'll be everywhere. But we have to say something. I don't know what I ever did to deserve this. Some comments here. Usually in these situations, the children don't switch families, but the families come together with frequent visits. Sounds like a nightmare. All the best for you. I don't know what to say. It must be incredibly painful for both of you. I can't even imagine. I'm so sorry. A lot of confusing feelings, I'm sure. Maybe seek therapy to talk through it all. I hope you all get the outcome that is best for you. Big hugs. Oh my God. Update two. No. Ooh. I don't think I've seen the update two. I don't think I got the update two. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. So apparently a YouTuber my husband watches called Mark Narrations decided that it would be a fun idea to read my post on his channel. Well, now there's another YouTuber reading your post. Uh, <laughs> My husband recognized the story because, well, of course he recognized the story. How could he not? This doesn't happen every day. Then he went on my account page. Then he found quite a few comments about him that were not exactly nice. And now he has asked me for a chance to post his side of the story on his account so that people stop trashing him. Please be nice. No! So now we're going back to his side. So I don't know how many of you have been down uh, a self-doubt rabbit hole before, but it's not the most logical place to be. It's even less logical when you have the whole damn internet telling you that your wife is cheating and that she's planning to take the house and take you for all your worth and never really loved you and you always sort of thought she was too good for you anyway, so you end up seeing everything as a sign of infidelity and then you get not one but two failed paternity tests on your daughter. When COVID happened, I got fat, I got depressed, I stopped feeling like a person, my wife stayed beautiful. She stayed by herself, 
I was sure that she'd made a mistake, that she'd regret being with me. I started getting into some online groups, especially on Reddit. They were full of guys who'd been cheated on, lost custody, lost everything. And when someone said that his tip off was that he and his wife both had blue eyes and their son had brown, I felt fucking stupid. I did not want to jump to conclusions, but when I made a post about my fears, everyone said that she was cheating. People said not to say anything because she'd use it to hide her cheating and get ahead of me on the divorce. I got the test and I didn't really think it'd come back negative. Then it did. I didn't want to believe it, but yeah, I pulled back. I felt betrayed. I wanted to be a good husband, but I couldn't shake this. I tried to find evidence of an affair and failed. I got another test. When that one was also negative, I snapped. If you've ever been cheated on, you know what it feels like. When my wife denied it, I got angrier. I just wanted her to leave. I didn't want to go through what everyone seemed to think was going to happen. I didn't want to lose custody of my kid. I didn't want to lose my house. I was scared and angry and wanted the truth. I felt like if she couldn't even be honest, there was no getting past this. I took a few hours to calm down. When she came back with a list of tests to take, I tried to keep my cool. I tried to keep my cool for so long. I know I was wrong about the affair, but so was everyone else in my ear. My kid is genuinely not biologically mine. I didn't immediately consider that switched at birth was an option. I've been through a messed up time and I don't think getting angry one time because I thought my wife cheated and, li- and was lying about it makes me a monster. Hi, it's Fully Faithful Wife here again. I just want to say that one, I agree that he's not a monster, an abuser, or anything of the sort. Two, I do not agree that he's fat. I love that this man <laughs> very much, I love this man very much and have for ages. <laughs> And we are not going to let this situation break our marriage. Thank you to everyone for all your help. Man, that is such a like unique and wild situation. What a journey. Um, I would say it's, I guess it's, it's. Yeah. is that better than her cheating? Well, yeah, like that sucks for both those families. Well, here's one thing I want to say before we even get into this. Let this be a lesson. Do not fight above your weight class if you're not ready to win. <laughs> or else you're gonna spend the rest, the rest of, of your, your life, life being like this guy, just so unsure because so you right. knew you you got someone out of your league and just so unsure that you go on Reddit to a bunch of fucking- To an echo chamber. The echo chamber of guys who's like, yeah, no, my girl was too hot for me too. And it's just like you, like, like I do feel bad for him because I could see the spiral That's and I see so how he got there, but it all started from his own insecurity. And I guess there's the silver lining is that they found out this truth about their child, but I think is that, that I think I, I know I feel like this might be old boy rules where maybe you you're better off not remembering this info because you had a happy family with a child you're taking care of, and like you know. <sighs> There are tons of adopted kids. There's nothing wrong with raising a child that's not your own. But now you have that baggage where like you now are taking care of this child. You know it's not your child. And you're obviously going to feel, you obviously feel a type of way because this didn't end with, it's all good. It ended with, what am I, how do we find the baby? Where do we go back, where do we go from here? Well, that's my question is that they, throughout this entire post, at no point mentioned the fact that she gave birth to a child and that child is also somewhere. It, it kind of gets glossed over because it's very quick, but she does say she is very concerned about yeah. where her biological yeah. child is, and she also says they are pursuing legal action against the hospital. Yeah. I didn't, new fear unlocked. Well, I it, it literally was a whole show on ABC Family. I know, but I it's so was like Game it. of Thrones. I was on an episode of Switched at Birth. Uh, how, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Um, but I, 
I mean, yeah, so is Game of Thrones. I'm not afraid of dragons. Like, it really doesn't... <laughs> it, like, when I hear this, it's, like, so absurd to me it that is crazy. a hospital could be so reckless and careless. Um, I do want to just point out one thing. Hey, man, don't call it... It's okay if you're fat. You don't have to... You still deserve love. Yeah. Okay. I, I honestly, like, I, I, I can unfortunately re relate in, like... You know, when you get cheated on, you do, you do like, it yeah. feels crazy. But also, you know, when you go through a phase and the pandemic caused it for a lot of people of just hating yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. You you can let yourself become a different person. It's so sad because she loves him so much. But uh, She clearly loves him, and that's why I find this to be kind of an encouraging story. Don't yeah. go to the WebMD of relationships <laughs> that's the and thing. ask a question. Well, here's the thing. It's like, if you're going to, like, you know, reach out for advice on a on a hunch i don't think going to the person that it's happened to is like if i'm afraid to get stabbed i'm not going to go to the guys who got stabbed right, subreddit right. cuz they're going to be like it happens like, all the yeah. time <laughs> yeah, that happened to me yeah. it happened to him too and right? it's going to happen to you yeah you better believe you're going to get stabbed yeah so, i know that's it's very so true. Like, it's a it's a wild thing to do and i think that is actually very sound advice for all young men yeah. don't go to reddit with questions like this because you're going to enter an echo chamber of people who I'll have even, experienced I'll it. make it even general. Don't go to Reddit with questions about women. Uh, they just don't have a good I know that. Record. I know that I seem really spooky, I seem really scary, but like most women are nice. Like you can yeah. ask them, generally yeah. speaking. Yeah. Any questions you might have. I don't know, I'm trying to find like a silver lining. It, it definitely sucks for them, but I also think it's kind of, I don't know, I don't know what adjective to put to it, of like, you know, they can, they're probably gonna find the other family, but that it's like at this stage, like that's their daughter. You yeah. can't switch that now. Right. Yeah. And I think that's there's something kind of oddly like beautiful about it. Like it's it's so messed yeah. up. It's so tragic. But it's also like no, like that's your daughter. And that that your bi like your biological child. It's now that's like they're part of that family now. And yeah. like there's something about. And I know. Uh, I don't know, the last thing I'll say is like, I learned that the uh, the whole blood is thicker than water quote is mm -hmm. actually, that's a shortened version of that quote. Basically, its original intention, although it had like a religious thing, was like, your bonds that you make in life are more important than like yeah. family and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's a weird, it's from the, it's from hundreds of years ago, so it's probably yeah. really weird. And the families could look at this as an opportunity to have a large extended family. Yeah. I mean, that's what's gonna probably happen. And like, I know the person who commented like, oh, it's gonna be messy. It also could be good. Yeah. It could be great. It, we don't know. I hope we'll get another update. If we get another update on this, we will read it on the show. Right. Um, hopefully that happens. We'll see. Also, um, what an interesting kid. Like, imagine yeah. them on Two Truths, One Lie. Like, I was switched at birth. No, what? That kid is gonna be cool in high school, just That's cause like, story. hey, guys, I'll yeah. switch to birth, like the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with Shane Top. <laughs> with Shane Top, who was on an episode and played an asshole. Before we go, who do we think was the ultimate asshole out of all this? Jewelry. Jewelry? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think he's yeah. a succubus. I think he's a parasite. Okay, jewelry. I hate that man. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I, I think on technicality, I would have to say jewelry because I want to say anem anemic boyfriend, but that wasn't the question asker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no, he's the he's the asshole of that situation. Any any character in any of these stories. Anemic boyfriend. I think. Anemic you think anemic boyfriend? Yeah, because yeah. I think what with with jewelry boyfriend, even though he is a shithead, I think his pride is more hurt than anything 
because I think if it would have happened in private, he would have taken it better, but because it was in front of all the friends, he's like, I look so fucking dumb. Do I look so and dumb right now? And everyone's like, no, you don't, dude, relax. And he's like, no, I feel dumb, so I'm going on Reddit. I'm going with Jewelry Boyfriend. I, I just, I don't know. There's yes, a lot of yeah. elements. Anyways, um, thank you guys for joining me today. Yeah, yeah, uh, of and reading some of these time. stories. Uh, this was so fun. And uh, thank you all for watching. Let us know in the comments your opinions. Uh, a lot of these were very, you know, controversial. I'm sure you disagree with us. That's okay. Um, feel free to always be sending us Reddit stories uh, on the Smosh Reddit, on Twitter, anywhere. Um, let us know the craziest ones you find, and we will read them here. So we'll see you next time. Bye.